the comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. Thank you, Emily. Welcome to the Monday edition of The View from a Pew, heard here live at your local radio station at 4 o'clock every afternoon and anytime around the world on YouTube.com. Just put in for a search The View from a, uh, the view from a Pew, and uh, you will absolutely get us not only live, but it will always be stored there on the cloud. Whenever I think of that, I think of, of Samantha Stevens' mother and Dora, her hovering like she's on the cloud. Oh, okay. All right, so very special guest today. Pastor Austin is on vacation like this isn't the fourth one of the year. So I have Sheila Rushlaw with me, and you're going to love uh, Sheila. She's going to be with me all this week, and we're going to talk about uh, our regular topic of what does the Bible say about, and at least for the first couple days this week, we're going to talk about the Ten Commandments. And as uh, What's-His-Name once said, those are not Ten Suggestions. They are the commandments, but we're going to do this always biblically. So you're not wondering if it's Sheila's opinion or my opinion or whoever's opinion. If it doesn't come from the Bible, uh, I'll tell you, well, it's isn't in the Bible, but here's what I think, which really makes me a dum-dum. But sometimes I have to live up to my character. So, Sheila, welcome. Thank you very much. You bet. Been looking forward to having you on for a long time. And so uh, a lot of people really... Um, well, it's a shame. In today's world, there are very few people under the age of 30 that even know what the Ten Commandments are. And uh, that is uh, thanks to our uh, government schools. I know some people call them public, but they're not. They're government schools teaching uh, our children what we want them to know uh, and don't know. And, of course, God is nowhere in government schools anymore. For me, maybe for you, too, this was on the wall. In the classroom, the Ten Commandments. It was. Yeah, started out with the uh, Pledge of Allegiance and all those kind of things. Um, <laughs> so um, a lot of people just don't know them anymore, and that's so sad. I was watching Jeopardy the other day, and the question was, fill in the blank. Our Father who art in heaven, blank be your name. And nobody knew it. Nobody knew it. Mercy. Yeah, really. Mercy. All right, so today, as you said, we're going to do it Julie Andrews style <laughs> and start from the beginning. And the first commandment is? Well, the commandments are found in several places, but one of the most noted places is in Exodus 20, and they are in verses uh, 3 through—let me make sure I know this. Uh, they are through 3 through 17— and um, it's interesting because the Lord gave these to the Israelites just as they were coming out of this bondage that had been over them. And none of these people had been with that group of 75 
who went into Egypt under Joseph. Oh, yeah. Who was, oh, this is sweet, and, we, and everybody loves us, and they're going to give us some land over here, and all of these types of things. These are not those people. These are their descendants. Yeah. And somewhere along the way, Pharaoh changed, and so did the dictates of all of his power in his, in his realm. So... It's not that these people didn't know these commandments. These have been around since creation. Yeah. In fact, before creation. The commandments are one reason why God had to die. Why he, God had to die. Why God had to die. Jesus on the cross. Jesus on the cross. Okay. And the reason he had to get on that cross was because these, these uh, commandments are not changeable even for God. Yeah. Yeah, not at all. There, there's no messing with the commandments. Uh, Pope, are you listening? Oh, okay. <laughs> now, uh, the first one is? Uh, it's in Exodus 20, verse 3, and it says, You shall have no other gods before me. Okay, so I'm going to do something uh, a little weird on this one. I want to add in the second one. Okay. Because to me, they're a lot alike. And maybe you they can are. help me understand their difference. Okay. Because thou shalt have no other gods but me, and the second is no idol worshiping. That's kind of the same thing, isn't it? Well, it is. But um, when they're talking about idols, people tend to say that an object is an idol. Right. Oh, this is an idol. You know, a, a water bottle is an idol. A, a, your phone, mercy, mercy. Yeah. Many people have made the phone their idol. But the first one, the first commandment that you get here, you shall have no other gods before me. Big G. Yeah, big G. This is talking about I am, I am. Okay. And and that name was, was told to Moses when he said... Well, who am I supposed to say sent me back here? Yeah. And Christ said to him, I am that I am. And they understood that because I am is present, I am is past, and I am is future. Yeah. And it and it's crazy. But well, it says when it says you shall have no other gods before me, you shall not worship. You shall not give your worship. To anyone else. Okay, uh, Sheila Rushlaw is my guest today. This is View from the Pew. I'm Mac, uh, M-A-C, like macaroni. You can email me anytime, mac at theviewfromapew.com. Always love to have you tell me what you want filled in on that blank. What does the Bible say about blank? And then we'll talk about that. All right, so I what I learned after Jesus mugged me was that I had many idols, and some of those idols were higher than God was. Yes. So that's where I get confused on no other gods, because uh, uh, I'll bet you dimes to dollars, there's a lot of people in this world that would tell you that Facebook is their God. That's where they go to find out what the truth is. That's where they go to find out what, what isn't truth. Yeah, absolutely. My husband calls it evil book. Evil book. I like that. You, he won't even sign up to it. He's like, no, 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 that's just evil book. But you're right. 
Mac, when you say that the the first and the second commandment are very, very similar. That first one, you shall have no other gods before me, it totally eliminates any other form of worship we could have. But then we have verse 4, and uh, starting with verse 4, and it says, You shall not make for yourself an idol or any likeness of what is in heaven above or the earth beneath or the water under the earth. You shall not worship them nor serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children, on the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing loving kindness to those thousands to who those love me and keep my commandments. And this is part of the first commandment. This is the first and the second. Okay. All right. So um, I, I think about my own self. What were my idols? My house was my mm-hmm. idol. What I drove was one of my idols. Um, the, uh, um, uh, the, the kind of people I hung around with, the name dropping were idols. Uh, I was never much of a clothes or jewelry snob, but anything else were my idols. And I found that I put those above a God I thought I knew, but we replace God with those idols. Absolutely, and we do it without even thinking. And so did the, so did the Israelites. And I want to p- make sure we understand the Ten Commandments were not new to the Israelites. Right. They just hadn't kept them. They hadn't been, they hadn't even been taught about the commandments. So the commandments started before this earth. I mean, God had to do this, and this was the commandments that were going to be, uh, they're absolute. God can't change them any more than we can. That's why Jesus had to climb on that cross for me and you. Okay, Sheila, uh, answer me this question. When was Leviticus written? That was written after or before uh, the Israelites escaped in the Exodus? It was written after. Okay, so they they only had the Ten Commandments. They, they didn't have any other rules or regulations or anything like that. No, those started to be given to Moses because they, he had probably close to a million-plus people, a million-plus people. I've gone camping a lot with youth groups, and we've had sometimes a thousand. Wow. And it is if it is not run meticulously, yeah. it gets they go out of control pretty quick. Yeah. And there were already Egyptians that had come along with them that every time they turned around they were kind of trying to sneak stuff in. Yeah, I, I call that letting the inmates run the insane asylum. That's right. Yeah, you don't want to do that. All right, um, uh, Sheila Rushlaw is my guest today, and what does the Bible say about the Ten Commandments? And that'll be our program every day this week, except for, of course, tomorrow on Tuesday is when I've got Theo, the alumnus of the Dallas Theological Seminary, and we're on week three. 
36 of our what's probably going to be about a two, two and a half year study of Romans. And the reason that I've got Theo on is because, one, he's a alumnus of the Dallas Theological Seminary. But two, and you're never going to believe this, but it's true, he's memorized the book of Romans. Not a verse, not a chapter the book. And so you can look forward to seeing that uh, every uh, Tuesday here on The View from a Pew, and we call it The Roman Road. Sheila is my guest today and will be all week long. When, um, 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 What do you think are some of the biggest idols that people replace God with? Well, sometimes people can replace God with things that are uh, tangible things. You know, even your, like you said, your house can become your God or um, your your family. We have to be able to give up everything. Yep. And whether that's family or not, whether you, maybe you put your kids' education up on a pedestal. Um, maybe you put your loved one, your, your spouse up on a pedestal. Um, there's always the TV. Your pastor, yeah. absolutely, yeah. and and we put them up there, and we forget the poor guy or the poor woman. They're only human, yeah, yeah, and so they make the same mistakes as the rest of us. And the thing about all right, we're going to come back tomorrow, or I'm what? sorry, Wednesday, and we're going to talk about taking his name in vain. And you're going to be surprised uh, how I hear that, and I'll, I'll share that with you when we come back. I'm Mac McCoy. If I haven't told you lately, thanks for listening. Love this job. Couldn't do it without you. And thanks to Divine Christian Store. Divine Christian Store, where you'll find more.